0: So throughout all this, there has been something that that, uh, I think has been necessary within society. And that is changing the greeting that we have. The standard handshake greeting that has been part of American society forever. It's different in... in, And you know what? That was one of the problems in Italy. The stereotypical European slash Italian greeting is greeting with a kiss. On each cheek. Yes. You think that's stopping? Kiss it. It's I mean it's that's done. And I don't know, it's one of those things. It's almost like reporters in the locker room. That may be a seismic cultural shift for the Italians for the time being. Yeah. For the time being for sure. But, but it's I mean, such a habit. I know, man, and the handshake. I don't know how much you guys have encountered this in the last week or really the last couple of days when everything has been super heightened, how many people have you run into where you're kind of like, hey, oh, hey. I switched to the elbow bump
1: about six months ago. That's weird. Yeah, I know. I don't know why it is. Elbow that. bump? Yeah, where you come up to somebody and you just put it, put your elbow out, and it works. Do you like the Bash Brothers, McGuire and Conseco? Remember when they bashed forearms? Yeah.
0: But, I mean, you guys clearly have encountered this, where someone walks up, and you haven't seen him for a while, and you're like, hey, how's it going?
2: Yeah, it's pretty much how uh, you normally greet me when I see you in the neighborhood. It's very, you know, uncomfortable and
0: Um, unfriendly. And clammy. When Peter and I see each other in the neighborhood, we are dealing with five dogs... Four of which are barking out of control at each other. Mm -hmm. And so we just kinda wave and we're like, well. We we avoid each other. Yeah. It's like, oh God. Here comes Peter. Here comes those stupid dogs. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's it's I today I twice, one of my best friends that I've known since I was five years old came over to the house and uh, I was like, Hey man, he's like, Hey. And we're just kind of leering at each other. Hello. And then come on inside. And that's the thing either. You don't really, the hug, the bro hug. No hugging. Yeah. Which that is really a big part of my close friend scene is grab the hand, pull them in, you know. Show some love. Show Show some love. Yes. And now suddenly one does the same thing. You walk up to someone and you're, you you know, you kind of lean in for a second, whether it's the hand reaching out or to come in and give the hug. And then both people are like, oh, hello. Man, I, I think the
1: Asian culture had it right with the bow, the distant bow.
2: I wonder what that's <laughs> from. Maybe it's a, from sign a of disease
1: res- thing. Maybe they
2: learned I, many years seriously. ago, be, like centuries I've, ago. I've
1: heard it's a, it's a sign of, of respect by showing that they are greater than you. It's a sign of I'm not worthy to be in your
0: presence. That's an awesome way to greet. It is. But Let's the, start doing that. It's not just the greeting, though. It's the goodbye. It's the salutation. Yeah. It's everything. And I just, I keep wanting to stick my hand out there, you know, and I'm the one that has been preaching to the choir that the handshake needs to go away. So you should go home and teach your kids to bow. I don't think it really requires much teaching. No, and
2: you shouldn't say, this is the new way. This is it. Just start bowing. I mean, kids. And then scold them when they don't do
0: it. Kids got it right anyway, because you know what kids do when they see each other? Nothing. Kids don't like yeah. to shake hands, you you that's know. A you, point, and that's the thing. You know, you always you try to teach your kid like, hey, if someone does want to shake your hand, you look them in the eye, you grab their hand or whatever. But kids don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. They they don't they don't want to touch some gross adults' hands. And to be honest with you, why would an adult want to grab a grimy kid's hand with all the that's crap they have going? I know exactly. Um, but it's one of those things where it's, I'm I'm fist bumping more. You know, I'm trying. Even that, I don't even want to touch
1: skin on skin.
0: And he gets fisted.
1: Just a little clothed elbow bump.
0: You just, really have been doing that for a while. For well, a little while, yeah. I don't but know that's, why.
2: Have you guys run into the deal where you, where like, the person you're engaging with, you can't figure out if it's the fist bump, the, the forearm
1: high, bump. Or the high
2: five. The high five, the elbow bump. Like that's still trying to be figured out, like how far do you go Because that's the thing I've run into is trying to coordinate which variation of this everybody's going to do. And everybody seems to have a different thing they want do to do. Do we
0: need some sort of uniform The bow. I'm telling
2: you, you were onto something. We need to institute the bow yeah, in I our culture. I don't know if
0: I don't know if the bow is gonna fly. Why? And you oh, can do it from a distance it'd be also. Awesome. That's true. It will be six feet away and I told you about Kirksey. Guy I went to the the hockey game the other night. Shut up, Ty. He did the Victor Vescovo did the the Namaste. He yeah. did the yoga nice hands to together. You. Yes, <laughs> yes. And and people multiple people walked up to him because he's famous and they were like, "Hey man, what's going on?" you know, and he just played class, pushed his hands together and just kind of gave the half bow. I'm going with the bow. That's my thing. And it was very um it wasn't rude. That's that's the other thing. I think people, when they stick their hand out and you look at it, and you're like, and it's like Seinfeld. Whenever he stuck his the, the 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 guy that was making the pizza. Remember the the Seinfeld episode when he walked in. It's the best pizza all in all of New York City. Mm-hmm. He's The best, Jerry. The best. He's dating the <laughs> pizza owner's daughter and the guy who makes the pizzas. So the daughter brings him in. They make this big production. He can't wait to eat there. He goes into the bathroom before they get their pizza. And as he's washing his hands, out of the stall walks the guy who owns the place. Right. He and just doesn't wash his hands. Yes, and he walks up to Jerry and grabs his cheeks, oh. and he's like, I'm going to make you the best of pizza, you know? <laughs> So then they uh, they, uh, they they go sit down and Jerry's freaking out, you know. And this he's is a all, total germaphobe. Yes, and it's all Larry David because that's how Larry David really is. And uh, they bring the pizza out, and Jerry's just like, yeah, I don't think so. And it's just over and over and over. And I, it's the dis- I'm not angry. Yeah, it's just I'm the good. disrespect that he's showing the girlfriend who he has to break up with, of course, or breaks up with him and the pizza shop owner. It's all that. It's the, uh, I think if you, I think our. Tradition of the handshake though I don't know where it started it, It's gotta be some sort of North American thing Because I don't think that was a thing at all um, A European thing Or I, I just feel like that's something that we did Where we're like hello there I bet it
1: started in the church As some type of fellowship greeting To show that you are one
0: You are my brother You're connected with me I don't know man well, and there is a greeting, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the peace be with you thing that you have at most churches where, you know, now go say hello to your partner or neighbor or whatever and give them a sign of peace and you turn around and say, peace be with you and you shake their hand and you shake like five people's hands. That's dumb.
1: Yeah, because you have to talk to them.
0: Well, you just say, peace be with you. You don't say, peace be with you. What are you doing tonight? You don't have to talk to them. What is that? What good is that really
1: doing anyway, telling somebody, peace, be with you? You just have good luck
0: with your inner peace. Either
1: it's going to be with you or it's not. Me saying it is not going to somehow make your life better. maybe
0: it will. I don't know. I don't know. That's neither here nor there. But you think about, you think about what. Like have a good day.
1: (laughs) Have a kick-ass summer? Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. I'm going to have a good day because Ding Dong told me to have a good day. It's just being friendly. Okay, well, let's eliminate all of that. And starting with the handshake, all niceties. Nothing? Get rid of them.
0: They don't help. No, because you do it all the time. Yeah, I'm done. You, every, every restaurant we end up going to, you're, you're saying, hey, take care, man. Thank you. You're nice. Okay, I'll
1: say thank you because I am showing appreciation. I do thank you right for this. But as far as like. you And you'll say, take care, man. Have a good one. Yeah, you I'm gonna stop that. that. I'm no, gonna stop no, that. You're not. I'm gonna say things that I'll actually do. Like, you know, why? Maybe I'll see you again. That's a good way to say say things. Yeah, it is. I, I might. might see you again. Is that a threat? <laughs> or I a hope,
2: chance we may bump into each other yeah, in the future. I, I
1: I hope to eat here one day again soon. That food was delicious. I'd like to try that again in a week or so. If this restaurant doesn't close,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> if your restaurant doesn't close, maybe we'll meet again. I just, uh, I think it's really awkward right now, and I think there are a ton of people that go through the exact same thing. I think of business people, too. The hearty business handshake, mm-hmm. dude, we nope. don't see that. We don't deal with that. We see the same people every day, basically, but these people that are on making sales calls and things like that, the handshake is everything. It's the look them in the eye and give them a nice, firm grip. Yeah. That's part of it. That, and then go
1: have a power lunch and consume martinis and shrimp that's
0: got to go away and um, i guess it has but i mean what what do the lunch sales business people do how are they greeting each other hello hello What's And that's, up and that's the other thing it makes things it makes that initial small talk even more awkward there is something about the handshake that bonds people together where it, it opens things up, it frees up conversation. And it also gives you an opportunity, because you can tell a lot about a person by the
1: way they shake hands, it gives you an opportunity to size each other up. Kind of, yeah. Again,
2: another reason the bow makes so much sense, Corby, because it's a conversation starter.
0: You bow, and everybody goes, you know what, this is actually a pretty cool idea. And then it gets the thing going. I agree with you. I, I mean, I'm all for that. But I think that the handshake is, because a handshake is always followed by, how's it going, man? What's up? Good to see you, man. All that. But now, when you're just looking at each other. And you bow, go, nice shoes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's, it's, I think that much like a lot of things that, that we're going, that are going on right now with this weird time we're in, I'm hoping that things change and they don't go back to the old ways.
3: Mm hmm.
0: Where.
1: Like reporters in. We blocked, don't yeah. locker rooms and clubhouses. Right,
0: we don't have to deal with that anymore. The handshake. Right. I think the handshake, Look. the NBA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: All sports. <laughs> no, but I mean, I know what you're saying because had these things been eliminated earlier, maybe we're not in the boat we're in. Who knows?
0: I'm actually surprised. Get rid of the handshake 30 years ago, maybe there's no uh COVID-19. I mean, you think about China and Wuhan. I mean, is the Chinese greeting the handshake?
2: They do. But that's one of the interesting handshake cultural things is they don't do the firm handshake.
1: It's a limp handshake?
2: Yes. There like, are cultures that believe like, that the, like, a, the, a, the, a firm handshake is, shake is rude.
1: Oh, then that's in China? China yeah, in Chinese. It's also the same way in Denton. I've never met anybody from Denton and didn't shake hand like a, like a wet trout. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is.
4: The ticket. We had a very notable death in the world of music on Monday when we learned of the passing of Hal Blaine. Now, that name's probably not going to mean just a whole slew to most of you by itself. But when you hear the work, the work will mean everything to you. Hal Blaine was part of the wrecking crew. We've talked of them many times over the years. The Wrecking Crew was a group of studio musicians in Los Angeles who played on virtually every pop rock record to come out of Los Angeles in the 60s, 70s, into the 80s, and even beyond. You uh, heard the song we just played there, Mr. Tambourine Man. That was ostensibly by the Birds. if you were a kid back then. Like I was, that was a record that made you fall in love with the birds as it did me. And I went through all those years thinking that those were the actual birds who played on that record. Why wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, I thought they were actual birds.
4: (laughs) Only to find later that no, no, there was only one guy that was in the birds that played on that record. And that is Roger McGuinn playing the twelve string. And the rest of it was the wrecking crew. Mm -hmm. And Hal Blaine was the drummer among drummers. You know, he's one of those guys like most studio players are that if you listen to him and you're expecting really wild out there stuff like Buddy Rich did, that's not what you get. Hal Blaine was who he was because he could get a take.
1: And he played things that were song-specific and appropriate. Yes. You never noticed him.
4: Right. And he could get it done right the first time. And in the world of studio musicians where time is money.
1: Especially back then.
4: Yes, especially back then. That means everything. I mean, you really don't care how good somebody is or what they might know or might not know. You just want somebody who can get a take.
1: And he could play any style.
0: Yes, so this montage that you put together, Danny, mm-hmm. this is like just the tip of the iceberg
1: i th- as far as recognizable songs that the masses would know, absolutely yeah. there's twenty songs in this montage. they were all number one uh maybe th- they were all number one or or very very well known or on number one albums, but yes, these are very known songs, but I tried to pick a cross section that showed his versatility of all the different things that he could do, and maybe a few surprises that you when you hear this, you'll be like, I'm sorry, what? Okay. Okay, so fire it off. All right. (laughs) No kidding. The Batman theme. Did you know this, Michael? Of course. Because this is the Ventures version, and he did a lot of recordings with Ventures. Keep it up. Yeah, all that time I thought that was Dennis Wilson. One of what could have been four dozen Beach Boys songs.
3: no more than a boy the did you know this, Corby? No. I, no.
4: Now, this surprised me a bit because I figured they'd then use New York guys.
0: No. I think back then, maybe Paul Simon didn't have the control that he had later on. What is that shotgun noise? I think it's a shotgun. Is that not a drum? I
4: don't know what it is bound to be a drum of some kind
1: did these bands have any say like they had the songs and they had the singers but they, they took them into the studio this i did not know until i did a little
0: research who wrote this song no idea
1: Real simple parts, you know Oh yeah, he's Get just playing What
3: needs to be played oh,
1: What a song I still hear your sea winds blowing. Straight ahead, nothing flashy No, uh-huh.
0: playing the groove, man so did he do every beach boy song? a lot not always so at the time he he was 90 right when he died yeah no. so he's probably like 30 here yeah 35 I'll make you so sure yeah Yeah, about 35. Is that all they all were? The whole wrecking crew? I don't know. About you.
4: Give or take about 10 years. I'd say that's...
1: He did a lot of stuff with Sonny and
4: Cher. He did? Yeah, Yeah, he did everything with them. So did
0: every... No way.
3: Yeah.
1: And he could play a little groove too, man pretty funky so if you would have gone up to eric clapton and said Do you know how blaine is like they all knew him right yeah they all knew him yes what yeah did a ton of work with herb alpert
4: everything with Herb Alpert. really yeah he had his 90th birthday party in los angeles a couple weeks ago and you know who showed up to commemorate the affair
0: with him donny osmond Charlie Watts No way Yeah This is him Yes Okay so this is 77 78 Yeah Yeah. And of course When did he stop? Like when did this run stop? I don't know I don't know if he ever really stopped Like in the 80s Was he playing on 80s songs? Probably I didn't notice any 80s songs
1: really In this list
0: It's about a 15 year run that he had with this anymore yeah <laughs> is it because in the 80s bands had more control and the, the labels like no maybe yeah
1: that's life worked a lot with old blue eyes too that's
3: what all the people say in the You're 50s
0: no
1: in this was in like 62 or three okay Down in May. But I know
0: I'm gonna change. And when he walked me home tonight, all the stars Who's this? The Crystals? Is that yes, right? this, is the, this is the Crystals. This is in
2: Goodfellas. Yeah. yeah.
4: He did all of Phil Spector's stuff. Oh.
2: No way. He did the Threes Company thing? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> I knew you'd like that. It's awesome. awesome. Did a lot of TV such a feeling's coming
2: stuff. Oh man,
1: such a great song. RIP. I. I know. I Still makes me sad. This one does.
0: Could John Bonham have done all what? these things? <laughs> I don't know.
1: This, <laughs> of course, the Carpenters did a ton of stuff with them.
0: Barbara? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this is a huge number one hit. Were the Beach Boys the biggest rock band Steve that he recorded with? Like, he wasn't doing anything with, like, the big, giant, Pink uh, floyd bands? No, it's probably no. the Beach
1: Boys. We were, and the Monkees, maybe.
0: The Monkeys. Well, who was the drummer for them? Live? Yeah. Was he not pissed? <laughs> they
4: was pissed. Every they, song? They, they were all pissed because they didn't get to play on their own songs. But what are you going to do? Like you just had no choice. No. This is all dictated by the recording studio and artist management and stuff like that. They mm. had to get a take. I am a lineman for
1: the county. Uh. And I drive the What's your take on this tune? you love it or hate it? No, I love it. I do too. Searching
0: we did it a big disservice when he died. We were in joke mode with George. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Glenn. This is the last one,
1: and I just let this run. Okay. But, okay. man, it's pretty impressive. Pound for pound, as far as
0: hits go, the greatest drummer ever. Without a doubt. No doubt. By the way, if you jo- uh, joined in on the middle of this, that's Hal Blaine. He yes. died at the age of 90. The noted
4: drummer with the, that group of studio musicians known as the Wrecking Crew. He made millions doing this, but lost a good chunk of it in a nasty divorce to the point to where, I believe in the late 80s or early 90s, he said, screw it all, I'm moving to Arizona and took a job as a nighttime security guard out there. No.
0: Yeah. A guy that recorded on all those songs? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know, people would probably talk to him that he didn't know working at the club and ask him about himself and he'd probably tell him a little bit tell him a little bit and they wouldn't believe him i oh, know yeah sure you did
0: <laughs> yeah you're listening to it is
1: unbelievable county- yes yeah. by the way i played drums on the Threes company theme. <laughs> what yeah sure you did man yeah, crazy old man get out of here you wouldn't believe what the security
0: guard at the bank told me today <laughs>
1: And just to show the
4: necessity of studio musicians and the idea of getting a track, we started things off with Mr. Tambourine Man by The Birds. Yep. The Wrecking Crew played on that, and it was done in one take, they say. I believe it. But on their second album, the first, song off of the, the first single off of that was Turn, 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 and The Birds had talked their management into letting them play. How many takes did that take? 77. God. See? That's the way it goes. There's a
1: reason those guys do what they do and get paid what they get paid. That's right. And unfortunately, never known for it. That's why we're here. The
0: ticket. We're about 45 minutes early, Danny, something like that. Mm -hmm. And we found our seats, and I was going to go down to the locker room and just say hi to him and prep him up, let him know you were there. Yeah, and Steve Nash, just to say hi to Steve, who, by the way, says to tell everybody, listeners, everybody, Hello, from him, the nicest guy in the business. He was going to come on with us today, but had something come up, right? He's actually getting shots. He went to Thailand. He and his wife went to Thailand before the season started. <clears throat> and when you do that, you got to get a whole round of shots, a bevy of shots, and then you got to do the same thing coming back. Well, he's put it off. You do? The, yeah, he's put it off for the longest time to the point where he had to go today to get his shots. And so he's like, "Man, I just I don't have time. I got to get all this crap done." So. But anyway, he said to tell everybody hello, and Steve is doing fine. And by the way, after the game, um, I walked up to him and I was like, hey, man, congratulations, because he was nothing but badass he in, was the, man. in the third and fourth quarter. Him
1: and Bell were, and Stoudemire were the men last night. Yeah,
0: and he goes like this. Like, I shook his hand. I was like, hey, man, congratulations. It was a great game. And he kind of turned around, like, to look at the basketball court, like, oh, oh, yeah. Like, Oh, you, you saw me playing basketball? I do that? You knew I did that? Like, he's just so... So unassuming. Yeah, he is. And he's such a hard ass on the court. I mean, he is so into it. He's but intense, once he's off man. the court, yeah, just, oh, yeah, yeah, I did, I did just play. I did just kick ass in an NBA game.
4: But it's like the instant the game is over and the instant he's off the court,
0: then it's on to other stuff. He's forgotten all about it. No doubt about it. So, anyway, before the game, I go down there to talk to Shaq and and just say hi to him. Well, I couldn't get in the locker room. They wouldn't let me in because the passes that we were given weren't locker room accessible. Mm -hmm. So I had to go up and get my pass changed, which I barely got done. By the time I did that, the locker room was closed. And by the time I did that, the Suns were on the court for Mm shoot-around. And so I walk... Now, with the media pass, though, you can kind of skirt around the edge of the court. Right. So I did that, hoping that I could catch his attention. Uh Uh-huh. Well, he's up there shooting, and I said, you know what? Forget it. So I'm walking back to the seats, and a ball comes flying at me and hits me in the knee. And I turn around, and here comes Shaq walking towards me. (laughs) He threw it at you? Yeah. I didn't see that. And I go... I tell you, he goes, what the hell are you doing here? I told I him, I'm here for spring training, you know, and, and he goes, he goes, look, I've been in Dallas the last two times and you hadn't been there. I go, well, you've come basically two times in a row when we've been on vacation. And he goes, uh-uh, that's, that's BS. He you goes, don't
1: take a vacation when I come to town. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I was like, I'll talk to you after the game. So... He uh well,
1: you told him that you know you you better win because I, I don't
0: want you blowing me off. And what did he say? He goes he goes don't worry. He goes we're not going to lose. We won't lose this. It's awesome. So they win. I was very happy. Danny and I were ardent Sun supporters. Oh man. You we were into That it. was really cool. It was Here, hand find that headset.
1: Okay. So he can listen in.
0: Okay. Yeah, it was really cool to be rooting for the Suns because I don't like them very much. You don't you know? like it's it's hard to dislike them. Why? Well, I, I, but I hate the Warriors so much. Yeah, I do. I hate the Warriors, and I wanted them to win A for the Shaq thing, and B because I just want some distance. I don't want the Ma- the Warriors finishing ahead of the Mavericks, right? For whatever reason. So, don't we were, you kind of in a grudging way though like the Warriors too? I respect the hell out of them, man. I, you know what? I respect what Nelly's done. Turn that thing one hundred percent around. That's probably the
1: best damn shooting team in basketball too. Yeah.
0: You know, they,
4: they made me crazy last spring, but in a real reluctant, grudging sort of way, I like them. They're fun to watch. No doubt. And they have watch. arguably
1: the best point guard in the league. The and guy is Baron Davis, he's unbelievable. The guy is, is nails. He's just he can do He can do everything. He can do everything that you want out How of a point is guard. How was that guy well,
0: not on the all-star team? I have no idea.
1: Anyway, go ahead. I sorry. didn't mean to No, 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 right. no, no We'll sorry. get into the game a little later.
0: All right, so afterwards, go down there, and he does his thing with the regular media, and um, they ask, like, two questions, like the second question, and he questions. goes, all right, that's it. <laughs> I'm done. I've had it. And then they all just kind of move on. And uh, so we sat down after that and um, got into a variety of topics. So here is last night with uh, me and Shaq. What oh, has been... Um, Quite some time since
3: I run into you. Where you been? No, where you been? You got married, and your wife. uh P-word. Whoops, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did not let me see you. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen you so long that um, my marriage has actually lasted longer than years, like I predicted. Yes. However, your wife has p-whipped you, and you're not the same person. So you're soft. <laughs> you suck. You don't run your house, and you're a wuss. And <laughs> You should be called missus. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's
0: pretty harsh. Okay, are you familiar with what happened up in New York with the uh, the governor and uh, the prostitution ring? No, I'm not. Are you serious? So the governor of New York got caught in a prostitution ring, like screwing these 22-year-old high-class whores, and he had to resign. So these questions are based on would you rather get caught in a prostitution ring or, okay? Fire. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. So would you rather get caught in a prostitution ring or every time your mom has to take a dump, you have to watch?
3: I'll go with the mom taking a dump. Do I have the wipe? Wow. Okay. Uh, would you rather get caught in a prostitution ring or lose a testicle? Lose a testicle. Is that no big deal? No, nah, not to me because I have uh, dodo eggs or something on it? Uh, I've, re- I've released a lot of uh, uh, energy over my time, so, you know. No, sh- that's what happens when you have 64 kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so would you rather get uh, caught in a prostitution ring or have Yao Ming give you a prostate exam once a month for the next two years? I'd rather uh, uh, get caught in a prostitution ring. <laughs> you want Yao's No, I do not. I want no, I want no, want no, no.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, caught in a
0: prostitution ring or, um... The minute you turn 50 years old, your eyes start to separate about two inches, and you look like Sam
3: Cassell. Well, I'm already cross-eyed, so I go with the uh, uh, eyes separating to where I look like Sam Cassell, or ET or
0: whatever alien you can pick. Yes, yes. I like
3: your eyes are that bad,
0: to Get caught in prostitution, ring or get caught with nelly Someone Walks in, and Nellie's back is touching, or his belly is touching your back, and you guys are just kind of hanging out nude. I saw you give him a hug today. You got something for
3: him? No, he's no. My my belly touching his back. No. No,
0: no, 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 no. The other way around. <laughs> no, no, no. All you don't get to pick the spooning technique.
3: All right, I rather be caught in a prostitution ring. All right, caught in a prostitution ring. You're allowed to shower, but you can't wash your balls. What?
0: Okay, pause it. As the mini disc crapped out there, it was you uh, get caught in a prostitution ring. Or uh, throughout the entire basketball season, you can shower, but you can't wash your balls. So you can clean God, up dude. everything. <laughs> so abrasive. But your junk. Wash your right, I'll go with that one. Can you imagine how nasty
3: after playing a full oh, season? I know. Oh, it'll be it'll be a lot of it'll be a lot. Oh, that, that smell. Fishy and <laughs> cheesy. Fishy and cheesy. All
0: right. Uh, get caught in a prostitution ring. Or, the next year you're going to sleep with some chick who tells you, you know, that was great, Shaq, but Sean Bradley was better. <laughs> so you're one-up by Sean.
3: That's never going to happen.
0: Well, that's hypothetical. That means it does
3: happen. But that's never going to happen, because Sean is a midget pony. I'm a Budweiser horse, okay? <laughs> Don't forget <it. laughs> All right,
0: and uh, get caught in a prostitution ring, or get a colonic. You know what a colonic is? Yeah,
3: I know what a colonic Get a colonic. Um, before the next home game, on mid, at midcourt. court. At midcourt court, in front of everyone. Yeah. Prostitution ring. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hose up your a-, a tank? Have you had a colonic? Yes, many times. And what does the doctor say when he's pointing out all that a- that's going in the tank? He's saying that I ate a lot of burgers because you see, like you see, like doodle chunks float down the wall. Like-
2: <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: gross man <laughs> alright so you enjoy Phoenix oh, Yes, all right. you cool out here
3: yes I miss you bro tell oh, you, no I miss you too tell your wife actually she's oh, yeah. made your line of questioning a uh, 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 level higher so tell your wife uh, <laughs> I appreciate her you know, for making you uh, a better man so this is past the test yes sir, you, you've uh, <laughs> even though I haven't seen you in a while your line of questioning is, is uh, still up there I appreciate you
0: hopefully we'll see you in the playoffs so one way or the other
3: we'll get out here at some point I'm sure I think we need to get our own syndicated show. Me and you. Set it up. Uh, no, you set it up. <laughs> you think I got the connections? Hey, just ask. Because I, because I've been hearing that people listen to me and you all over all over Texas. Yeah, they do. All over Texas. One time I was in Nacogdoches, Texas, and said, "Hey, you and that guy, you some bitches. Y'all some funny some bitches. You need your own show. So if you set it up, that <laughs> right. might be your partner." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gotta love him. Wow. That's amazing. I know it would have been a crazy fit, but it would have been so cool to have him on the Mavs, just to be able
0: to hang out with that guy all the time. Yeah. You know, I, I, I do. He, I, I really like the guy. I mean, I, I, just, I just think he's such a good guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Not, not just a cool basketball player. He's just a really cool dude, and who knows what kind of husband he is and all that. But, man, I think it would be, like you just said, so much fun to go just... About town with that guy because he is all smiles all the time. And we started talking about after the interview was over with about remember how his monthly income statement was released? hmm Where he had to pay X amount for this and X amount for that, and and he goes, Man, he goes, They undershot me by a million dollars a month on stuff that I have to pay. I go, So really? you have to add a million dollars onto whatever else? He goes, Oh yeah. He goes, that was low. They lowballed it. Yeah! Good lord, dude! He said he's living in an apartment out here in Phoenix, and I go P- just paying rent on an apartment. He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "It's nothing special. It's nothing very big." He goes, "But I, the, I'll be damned if I'm going to pay three more or another mortgage payment, a uh, mortgage payment on top of three that I have already." Jeez. So, yeah, but does he, he
4: still have his place in Frisco.
0: Um, I don't know. I don't know if he does or not. But. Why would he have he, a place in Frisco? Oh, he had he that. He just for had it. Yeah, he just had it for a while. But why? Oh, yeah. I don't really know why, to be honest with you. <laughs> mm. Tell him Reiner. You know. <laughs> well, I think it was just indicated. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I do miss that guy, man. I love seeing that guy so much. He's such a sweetheart. And he gets it, you know? Oh, yeah. He's so excited. He's grabbing the questions, you know? Like, let me read them. Let me read them. Let me read them. I'm like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. <laughs> were there any
4: other members of the lyric Press
0: standing by? Not one person. Wow. We were the only ones in there. So. That's too bad. I know. I like it better this way. Much better this way. I know.
1: <laughs> well, you you, don't like, like, you like the Leering Press being a captive audience? Oh, I, I, I love that. Because they're so jealous.
4: Yes, they just don't get this. I mean, it just does not compute to them. I mean, they're a bunch of whitings. A bunch of whiteys? White-ings. Oh. <laughs> All right, 531 is our time here on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket.